0: Hello and welcome to the Cass Health Podcast, the show where we hope to connect our community with healthcare information that's relatable, understandable, and useful to your life, and where you get to know better the neighbors providing your care here. I'm your host, Emma Curdy, and today I'm joined with Kat Neiman, and in today's episode we are talking about AMC Rapid Care with our guest, Susan McDowell. Before we get started, two quick disclaimers. First, the comments in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the views of Cass Health. Second, the information in this podcast is not intended to be construed as personal medical advice. Always consult your primary care provider with your questions and concerns regarding your health. So to get started, welcome, Susan. Thank you so much for making time and um, being here with us to talk about RapidCare today. Thanks. It's a pleasure to be here. So we'd like to start with some um, RapidFire get-to-know-you questions. So We are going to grill you a little bit, but (laughs) not bad. So
1: where are you from? Um, I'm from Fontenelle, Iowa. I grew up there originally.
0: So not too far away.
1: Nope. Yeah, you're a local kid. (laughs) Favorite sports team? Uh, The Iowa State Cyclones. have to support my alma mater. (laughs) For sure.
0: If you're cooking dinner to impress, what are you making?
1: Probably attempting to make steak. Although everyone's opinion of the perfect is different. My husband likes it raw or raw. I call it raw, (laughs) rare. And I like mine well done. (laughs) That can
2: be tricky when it comes to steak. So we're going to give you $50 to spend locally.
1: Where are you going and what are you getting? Probably would all be spent at
0: Sweet Joy on coffee and cookies <laughs> <laughs> and,
1: and their salad delightful. their salad's delicious
0: oh the strawberry salad yes yeah mm-hmm. yep yeah tara I'm has on board that, that one here it's
2: good
1: favorite holiday probably thanksgiving i just like getting together with my family and pumpkin pie is my favorite dessert so that's the only season i get it <laughs> yeah win-win so what will we never catch you doing Probably will never catch me killing a spider
0: um, <laughs> I l-
1: run the other way
0: yep, <laughs> me too yes You've- I got you girl if there's a spider, you call me all Anne will squish she
2: squishes mine all the time. I can do, we get creatures sometimes i
0: will I will do snakes too, but I won't do mice uh, no thanks, I don't like any of them yeah <laughs> what's better, the book or the movie definitely the book it just
1: has so much more detail and. Everyone interprets different passages differently.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Okay, so you're in the car. You're by yourself.
2: What are you blasting and singing your heart out to? Probably Comatose by Skillet.
0: (laughs) Skillet is always on when I'm commuting. So you were rocking out like on your way to and from work. Yes. Like get get ready for the day. like, Like pump up or like decompress time. Yeah. Definitely. Nice. I love it. High school or childhood nickname?
1: Um. A lot of my friends and family would call me Suze or Susie, um, but always the standby Susan works too. (laughs) Nice. Next or dream destination, travel destination? Someday I'd like to make it to Australia or New Zealand. Our honeymoon was supposed to be there and got canceled (laughs)
0: because of COVID. We'll get there someday.
1: Yeah. Five year anniversary, 10
2: year anniversary. (laughs) Someday you should go. I've never been, but I'd like to go too.
0: to know a little bit about your career and what led you here to Cass Health. So we'll just start with why medicine? What, what drew you to the field?
1: Yeah. So originally I was always really interested in science. I thought I wanted to be a veterinarian, Uh, started at Iowa State in the animal science route, and then realized I really missed working with people. And so then kind of changed gears, similar field, um, but just always like working with people and helping them any way I could. So I kind of felt like the better fit.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. So then, tell us about. So you're a PA. So tell us about your education. Like how do you? How does one become a PA? And so just tell us about that. And then along with what you do here at Cass
1: Health. Yeah. So I went to Iowa State and got my bachelor's degree in biology, um, and then I actually took some time off and got my EMT certification through DMACC, um, and then started school as a PA at Des Moines University. Um, but before you even get in, you have to have I think the average was like 3,000 hours of uh, care experience. So I got that through my EMT, and then I also worked at Camp Sunnyside, um, working with people who have disabilities um, to get kind of those patient contact care hours Then in PA school, you get all the fun tests, Mm -hmm. all the classes, (laughs) and then a whole year of rotating to different hospitals, going to different types of medicine to kind of see what interests you the most. And uh, urgent care kind of always resonated the most with me. I like kind of those quick fill-in when you can't get in with your family doctor for something that needs to be addressed sooner. Um, So that's what I do here at Cass Health is the rapid care. We do the
0: acute care kind of walk-in to help people out. One question that comes up sometimes is, um, what is a PA? Um, so could you tell us a little bit about what you do as a PA?
1: Yeah, so a PA is a physician assistant. Um, they may actually be changing it to a physician associate, potentially in the future, still in works. Um, but a physician assistant is an advanced practice medical provider. Um, I'm not a doctor, but I am qualified to take care of medical conditions of a wide variety. Um, I have my master's degree in physician assistant studies.
2: So Susan, can you tell us a little bit about like your experience, like your career path and how you kind of got here? So how many years of experience, that type of thing?
1: Yeah, so I, when I graduated DMU, focused primarily on urgent care. Um, because I knew that was kind of my passion or what I was wanting to go into and focus on. Um, So I've worked in urgent care settings um, for about three years now. I also dabbled in a little bit of wound care as well as a little bit of ED. um, But my pride and joy, I guess, has always been urgent care. I just like that kind of what can I do to help you today so I can get people feeling better. So I worked in Greenfield, kind of started out there as well as working part-time in Des Moines as well. Um, Floated around the Des Moines metro, so going from Altoona to Ankeny, Waukee, um, South Des Moines, East Des Moines, kind of hitting all of the clinics around through there doing urgent care. Um, And then kind of heard a little bit about Cast Health from a friend um, and came in, started working PRN here and realized very quickly this is kind of the place where... I've always wanted to work in rural health care, in a critical care access hospital, um, helping to provide care to people that I know.
0: Susan, we wanted to talk to you about AMC Rapid Care. It's a relatively new service here at Cass Health. Rapid Care is a great option for a lot of medical needs. Um, So we wanted to talk to you a little bit more in depth about Rapid Care, the services you provide. Um, So just to start with, what is Rapid Care? Yeah, that's a great question. So Rapid Care is like an acute care
1: walking clinic Um, where we see patients on a first-come, 1st serve basis um, for kind of those minor illnesses, injuries that need to be addressed in a timely manner, um, but that you don't feel comfortable waiting a couple days or a few days to see your family doctor for. Um, So something that needs to be addressed more urgently, but not emergently. So emergencies still need kind of the ER for that but the rapid care is more for those kind of acute illnesses that don't necessarily need the ER, but still need to be addressed. What does acute mean? Coughs, colds, tell, tell me more about that. Yeah, so acute is more like minor illnesses, injuries that have started recently. So it's not something that's been going on for years, mm-hmm. um, but that started recently, like in the last couple of weeks or months mm-hmm. um, that are either changing, getting worse, Um, It's not something that's chronic, it's something kind of that's new.
2: Mm -hmm. So stitches, did somebody come and get minor stitches? Yes. I mean, we're not talking gaping wounds.
1: You need to probably go to the ER for that. Correct. Minor little things. Great.
0: Do I need to make an appointment at all?
1: No, we do not require appointments. We actually don't accept appointments. Um, We just see people on an acute walk-in. So as soon as they come in, we get them checked in, and you're seen in the order that you check in at.
0: And your hours are pretty flexible too, because you have evening and weekend. So that doesn't change. Like seven days a week, it's it's strictly no appointments, walk in basis. Correct.
1: Um, except for the rare chance if one of us were to get sick or bad roads, things like that. But otherwise, mm-hmm. we're open eight to eight during the weekdays, ten to six on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who will I see when I come to Rapid Care? Yeah. So the Rapid Care Clinic is staffed by a variety of providers. Um, PAs, like myself, are physician assistants, um, nurse practitioners. Occasionally, we do have physicians come in and help. Since we are kind of a flexible-type environment, some days there may be where we have to pull an extra provider or get additional help, Um, so it's always changing. But the core providers um, that are currently staffing is uh, two physician assistants and
0: a nurse practitioner. What are some of the common reasons people come to RapidCare?
1: Yeah, so currently we're just getting out of kind of cough cold season. And of course, COVID is still out there. So seeing a lot of people for sore throats, ear pains, coughs, we will get like sports injuries too. So sprains, strains, minor broken bones where it's not puncturing through the skin, small lacerations or wounds that require stitches, um, kind of some of those more minor, but still need urgently addressed.
2: And what's the difference between rapid care and the emergency department?
1: Yeah, so I kind of mentioned a little bit earlier too, but like the rapid care is more for minor things that need to be addressed in a timely manner that necessarily can't wait a couple days for an appointment um, but are not emergent or life-threatening. So those emergencies um, still need to be addressed in the ER. And if you would say come into rapid care for something thinking, oh, this isn't that emergent, but then it's discovered hey, this is more serious than we thought, then we may need to transfer you to the ER depending on how much care is needed.
0: Mm-hmm. Sure, because sometimes, you know, patients, you know, their condition worsens, worsens. once Correct. they get here or, you yeah. know, there's other things going on that, you know, may not have been visible to the patient that you mm-hmm. are seeing and cause concern. So it's, it's convenient, though, too, because the emergency department is right there. Yes. Um, so it's a great setup for it, really. Knowing the difference between rapid care and ED, but what's the difference between rapid care and my primary care provider, like my family doctor?
1: Yeah, so rapid care, kind of like we touched on earlier, is more for those new or acute type concerns that necessarily can't wait several days. Um, whereas your primary care provider is there for your physicals or your annual wellness, well childs, um, chronic conditions, um, those things all need to be addressed by one provider who is going to follow you through for that continuity of care if you come to the rapid care clinic, it could be a different provider that you see on mm-hmm. different days. And so it's best to have that really good working relationship with your primary care provider um, who knows you and knows your history. So that way they can take the best care of you with your chronic conditions.
2: So if I come into rapid care, let's say I bring my kiddo in, earache, that kind of thing, I see you. Is my primary care provider going to be able to see that visit?
1: Yeah. So the... Providers here at Cass Health who work with us in the family med clinic, they're able to see all of our notes. Um, so that way they can say, oh, your kid was seen last week by Susan. It looks like she said you had an ear infection, put you on this medication. So they're able to see all that history um, because we are able to share all of our notes between family med and rapid care.
0: With that, let's talk about prescriptions because there are um, times. Um, so, all of our providers in RapidCare can write prescriptions, um, and there are a lot of prescriptions. I'm sure you do a lot of antibiotics and things like that. Um, but there are some prescriptions that RapidCare isn't the appropriate place for. Um, so, usually we say some pain type of medications and then any medications that are like those chronic care issues. So, tell us a little bit about prescription wise what we could expect. At Rapid Care?
1: Yeah, so through Rapid Care, like you touched on, we very commonly will prescribe for things like antibiotics. Um, We will do like anti-inflammatories, but we do not prescribe for controlled substances or like prescription pain medications. Um, But we will do like anti-inflammatories to try and help with pain and inflammation, but not like those narcotics that are more controlled. Um, We also don't do refills through rapid care clinic. Um, So like your blood pressure medication, diabetic medications, those ones you need to see your family doctor for. Um, Again, like I mentioned before, we just want to make sure you're getting the best care with that continuity of care, seeing one provider who is helping you manage all of those chronic medical conditions.
0: So Susan, you've seen it all in in urgent care and rapid care settings before. What are the types of things that you would recommend to patients to always have on hand at home?
1: Yeah, definitely. If you would look in my cupboard, I've got Tylenol, ibuprofen, pills for adults, liquid for kids always. Um, Kind of some cool packs or ice packs to put on those minor strains. Um, An ace wrap that I'll like to use like on wrists, ankles, whatever it needed. And then I always like to keep um, like a wound cleanser, just a general. I can't think of the brand of the one I have um, just to rinse out like minor scrapes kind of cuts to keep them clean and then of course some bacitracin antibiotic ointment put it on there nothing cures better than a band-aid for little kids sometimes Mm -hmm. Um, and then of course kind of just a temporary fix if it's not getting better then i definitely would say come see us at rapid care Um, so we can kind of assess do we need to go a step further
0: is there anything else we can do to help it out as a mom with four kids who are really active um You know, the things that come to mind um, are, like, ear infections and other minor problems like that. But what about broken bones? I know we've had, like, a broken wrist from roller skating. Is rapid care the right place for me to go for some of those injuries?
1: Yeah, so for those kind of minor injuries um, where you're not seeing, like, a bone poking through the skin, definitely rapid care is a perfect place for that. Um, We have splints. We have walking boots, crutches. We can make temporary splints that are custom molded um, to kind of help heal those bones or keep them in place temporarily while we wait for some of that swelling to go down before getting you guys set up like with orthopedics so they could do a more permanent cast. Um, So it's not the fun ones you can sign, but it's going to be kind of better molded Um, And that way kind of gives it that chance to get the swelling down before we get you over to see the orthopedics guys.
0: What about UTIs? Would that be something that um, I would need to come in and be evaluated for? Um, Or is that that a primary care thing? Is that an over-the-phone thing?
1: Yeah, no, definitely rapid care would be a great place for that. Um, We can test the urine for signs of infection. And then a lot of times what we'll do is send it for a urine culture. So if there's signs of infection that we see in the office based on the physical exam and that urine test, then typically we start people on a medication while we wait for the culture to confirm. Um, and then the culture will show us more like, did we put the right medication? Do we need to change it to something else? Um, so rapid is the perfect place like for urinary tract infections. Certainly if it's something where it's much more widespread, like Um, pylonephritis or what they call like a kidney infection where we're like, okay, we need to keep you in the hospital. Then we may need to kind of coordinate care elsewhere or potentially send you to the ER if it was that severe.
0: Abdominal pain is kind of a tricky issue because there's a lot of different reasons why someone might be experiencing abdominal pain. So are there instances where abdominal pain um, and rapid care make sense or is that something that's not, that should go straight to the emergency room. What's your take on abdominal pain? Yeah, abdominal pain
1: is always a tricky one, um, especially in an acute care setting, because sometimes it could be something as simple as constipation. Um, Other times it could be something severe like appendicitis, where you need to have an emergency surgery. So typically we kind of gauge based on, like, are you having a fever with your abdominal pain? If yes, then you might need further workup. Are you vomiting so much you can't keep any fluids down and you think you might be dehydrated then that would be an instance for the er where you could get those iv fluids to replenish it so that one's always so tricky but if it's severe abdominal pain is not getting better at all is constant came on suddenly usually that's an immediate okay you need further workup in the er um, and it's always difficult too because not everyone knows where kind of that line of how severe um, so a lot of times if we have someone we see them, um, their lab work or exam is concerning, then we may need to have them go over to the ER for more advanced imaging or care that we just can't coordinate um, as quickly through the rapid care
0: clinic. Right, because that abdominal pain, it's a big mystery because there are so many different factors. So I can see where that could be an instance where maybe someone thinks, you know, maybe this is kind of minor, so they might start with you, but then you see those red flags where you know the appropriate care is to be able to transfer them to the emergency department for further evaluation. Other tests too, you guys are able to do a lot of testing right there in rapid care. I know from experience, you know, my kids like strep tests um, and flu and COVID tests. You're able to do a lot of that really quickly in rapid care as well. Correct. So we
1: have strep machine, we can do COVID testing, urinary testing, we can do kind of some minor outpatient labs, um, checking blood counts, things like that.
0: What are the things that need to go straight to the emergency room or straight to 911?
1: Yeah, so things like that would be like chest pain, severe respiratory distress, can't breathe, um, trouble swallowing, like my throat is closing up, um, slurred speech, weakness on one side of your body, things that could be concerning for a stroke um, or loss of consciousness, especially unwitnessed loss of consciousness needs seen in the ER right away.
0: I think it would be hard as a provider too because you got into medicine because you want to make these people feel better. Mm-hmm. And um is it hard sometimes to pass that patient along? Yeah.
1: Because yeah. it's like I'm qualified. I know how to care for this, but I know that the right place for this is the ER. You're going to get the best patient care there. Um they can get all of the advanced imaging, all of the labs back quicker that just higher level of care is needed. And sometimes it's hard to construe that to patients because they're like oh well i want the cheaper bill Mm, mm -hmm. sure and it's like i understand that but we need to get you taken care of and focus on you
0: susan thank you so much for your time today we really appreciate you coming on the cast health podcast problem is nice chatting with you guys